Welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Rebellious Infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious Infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of L-thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Hi, it's Trent Clark, CEO of Leadership, the serial entrepreneur, longtime coach in professional baseball coaching in three World Series, and welcome to the Winner's Find Away show. I am with my good buddy, Shanna Dickerson. Hi, Shanna. Hi. Hey, it's so awesome to have you here. Shannon's in lovely Miami, if you can't tell from that background. But one thing I know about Shannon Dickerson is every time I see her, she's in somewhere lovely. Isn't is that true. the truth? This is very true, yes. I mean, everyone wants your life, Shannon Dickerson. It's like every time she posts something, she's on a beach, she's in St. John, she's on Necker Island, she's in Miami, she's at the other house in Florida. Like, <laughs> life's looking good, SD. Tell me about that. Yes, it is. It's wonderful. But so many of my close friends love to, close friends and family love to say this around me. Like, it's wonderful now. And you have built this brand now, but you've spent 12 years in creating it. So it's now it's wonderful. But being an entrepreneur of 12 years of owning this particular business has been a struggle, a wonderful challenge and struggle. But it's just been, as an entrepreneur, you do this, you go up and down. So great. The business is exactly where it needs to be extremely grateful and happy and it's just growing by leaps and bounds now it's kind of like taking its own whole deal and so i'm, I'm very happy about that shanna tell them where they find you online tell them real quickly where they can find you yep so instagram i've got two counts one is my name so it's at dickerson underscore shanna and then there also is a business account which is at blue sky luxury travels and then you can find my personal page on Facebook, the business page on Facebook. And then you can just follow me on, on the Facebook page. I don't have any restrictions or whatever. So everyone can see the posts and things like that. Awesome. Shanna is the CEO of Blue Sky Luxury Travel. She's also running is a short-term vacation and rental business, as well as luxury corporate retreat, executive retreats, hosting a host of great groups, EO, YPOers, the Epics Worldwide Group. You're a member of Epics Worldwide which is awesome. And then of course you got a little standing history with Sir Branson over at Necker Island, which is cool. And you've done some business there and a long time music promoter, right? Yeah. In the music <laughs> industry, uh, yes. which is awesome. Former NC State grad, go Wolfpack. And then a UNC Wilmington girl, correct? Yep. Wow, All cool. accurate, except for the college part. I, I started at NC State and then I transferred to University of North Carolina at Wilmington. And that is where I graduated. So that's okay. my connection to the colleges. Can, can you switch states down there? Because it's pretty controversial. Like South Carolina and North Carolina, isn't that like crossing the border when you switched over? No. That, well, it would be more if I went NC State to UNC Chapel Hill. Oh, there you go. There this you go. Is, that is. but yeah. state- or, or like South Carolina, where you like really went, whoa, Gamecocks. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, okay. Correct. <laughs> All right. So they let you finish school, which is nice. They did. They let me yeah. graduate. 
Awesome. Tell what's one thing. I mean, you're Shannon, you're this brilliant personality. I love your energy. You're you're a one percenter. You've done these luxury properties. You've carved this life in uh, of a dream that probably a lot of people have had, not without work and effort, but yeah. you've carved this out with a lot of effort. I am in the vacation rental business, so I know this world really well. And it looks good on the outside and like the photos will tell you everything, but refrigerators break, tenants suck. Like there's a lot of stuff that always happens, right? Like, and so we got to deal with stuff. Yes. And so very accomplished. Oh, by the way, also a fabulous tennis player, by the way, which is near and dear to my heart. So that's very yeah. important for Shanna. So yeah. she can play a little bit. So watch yeah. out. But what's one thing most people don't know about you? The one thing people probably don't know much about me is my, from the time I was about four years old until about 15 years old, I was one of the best gymnasts in the country. And I trained six days a week, five hours a day. I loved it. My parents have never pushed me in anything. They've just supported me and allowed me to grow as I've wanted to. And so I always pushed myself. And I got Bella Crowley came to our gym when I was little and tried to promote or basically take get a couple of us from our gym and have us train under him at his place in Texas. And when he was, my parents were told that there was no visiting rights for them in the Texas camp. They said, absolutely not. She's not going. So yeah. they parents, that was the right decision with what's happened and come out. Cause those were the girls I trained with those. That was my, definitely my world. So that's kind of something that people really don't know about me. Yeah, that is, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Especially I have a daughter who's in the game like for a while. And I was actually very supportive, loved it, really loved the athleticism it built in her for sure. And she loved the training too and really loved the competition. I thought so great for the mentality of anyone. And it's just one another one of those individual sports. I, lot of, I, I tell a lot of parents, as a team sport guy, as a football player, scored a lot of touchdowns, as a baseball player that had a lot of success, like get your child in an individual sport. It yes. teaches responsibility. Like there's no one else to blame. Like right. this idiot is you get this and you have to own it. Responsibility, accountability, dependability, coachability, all these things come in. And I cannot say enough for wrestling, tennis, gymnastics, swimming, these sports that just really just lean on where your own effort is. So yes. uh, tell me about your experience in that. My experience, I was just thinking that as you were saying that my kind of the joke and we laugh about it in my family is that I went to NC State and my freshman year GPA was a 0.019. Is that bad? Yeah. Is that bad on a 4 scale? You heard that it's barely even on the like the scale at all. And yeah. what I find is so funny about that is you can be, and I, I want all, not that I think every person should try to go and get a 0.019 of their GPA on their freshman year in college. But my point is, is that I wasn't a, like, a, I didn't enjoy school, like going to these classes and all of that. I didn't enjoy that. I enjoyed training. I enjoyed being a gymnast, being a tennis player. And then I wanted to graduate as quickly as I could. Just get me that darn degree because I guess that's what my parents said it, I said I needed. And then I could yeah. get out of school. And then I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So those were always my, I knew those were my focuses and things that I was good at. So I just needed to graduate. And, and clearly your GPA is not something that shows whether you are eligible to be able to have a successful business, be a global business, all, all of these things. So I think you don't always have to have the A plus to be like, oh, now that person's going to be very successful. So that's yeah. just, my grades definitely got better the next semester. My parents threatened to pull me out of college and move me back home. And nice. I was like, oh my God, no way. <laughs> Wait, I'll go to class. Hold on. Yeah. 
So that's that's so good. And I like to tell people all the time, I've never had a bank ask for my grade point average. Like when I'm buying a house and we got to put something. Correct. Yeah. And no person in the music business asks from where did I go to college and what my GPA is. Certainly not in the luxury or in the travel space at all. So now I don't want to say like, I guess, as a doctor, as a lawyer, I mean, there are yeah. definitely professions where yes, that is needed and you will. But so I particularly, I am glad I went that route, went to school, blah, 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 all of that. That's great. But I just, I wanted to get out and make money. Start yeah. a business. All right, let's talk about like for, for everyone who's just joining the Winners Find a Way show. Maybe this is your first time here in the podcast, here on the show. Thrilled that you're here, but this is the question. Have you ever faced stiff adversity, felt like the losses are mounting, and, and you need to find a better way? First of all, I think you came to the right place. We, whether you're already entrepreneur, athlete, business leader, just looking to be elite, your journey starts today. And I think this is the perfect show for you because we interview these folks who have been through trials and tribulations and have come out the other side. And let's talk about that real quick about you, Shanna. When you were 16 years old before you ever left for college, hey, this is what I'll be doing. <laughs> hey, in, in 20 years, I'll be owning a luxury service and running around St. John's and Necker Island with all the high-flying fluting and going with serious luxury travel and the yachting crowd. Like, did you like, hey, this is where I'm going to be? Or what were you thinking at that time? No, I had absolutely no idea. It started with, graduating from college and moving to Nashville, Tennessee right away to go straight into the music business. And it was, that was the next nine years of my life in Nashville. And I produced major concerts, music festivals, corporate events. I mean, some of the largest in the country, definitely anything, the biggest that came through Nashville. So it, that really gave me a taste for producing a lot of details, logistics, producing huge events, being very well-named musicians. I mean, we produce the best in the world. And so I feel like it kind of like in a way occurred to me for, it was a very natural flow to then go into the business or at least to start into the business. I still didn't know at the time of moving from Nashville and going down to the Virgin Islands to live. I, I still didn't see this longer term vision. So I, I can't say that, but I, I do think that the music business was really wonderful for kind of get for what was next in, in my life. Tell me your, your buddy Trent calls you up and says, Hey, listen, come on my show. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. Why is it important for you to come in and tell and share your story? Talk about yeah. the things you've been through. I really like doing that because it is my story inspires others. So whether you are thinking of, so when I turned 30, which was in 2010, I had a total midlife crisis breakdown, <laughs> which was a little early in life, I feel like, but it was just like, wait a minute, this is not working in the music business. I feel like it was a lot of times, seven days a week, producing 23 shows in a 30 day period, no sleep, exhausted, making, I don't even know what I was making, maybe 50, 60 grand a year. And I was just kind of going, this, I don't like this. There's more to life than this. I'm a Caribbean girl. I'm an island girl. I, every time we'd go down on vacation, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a direct flight down onto the U.S. Virgin Islands. We went there a lot on vacation. So I, and every time we'd go, I would be like, have tears in my eyes leaving. This, it just, it felt like corporate America. It was just not for me. And I did it for nine years, struggling every year. Is it more important to live where you want to live and figure out work or climb this corporate ladder and go, okay, well, when I'm 60, 65, I'll retire to the destination of my choice, mountains, Caribbean, whatever, Europe. And so I just, I ripped off the bandaid when I, when I turned 30 and I just, um, I sold everything. I downsized into a couple suitcases. I had a yellow lab at the time, Dakota. 
and he was he was 10 at the time i think yeah 10 and we just took a leap and we moved down to saint john and started this business and i will say that it wasn't it, i just so so kenny chesney and i had i had produced a lot of his shows in the past and i knew that he lived on saint john so i was trying to figure out a way to kind of get an in before i even got there because it's a very scary thing to just show up at an island and be like okay i guess i have an apartment or a place to live but i don't really know like anyway. what what am I doing? So again, ask if people that can help you ask for favors this is something that we were talking about. And so I reached out to his management team and I said, I'm going to be moving to St. John. Would Kenny be able to help me? Are there any contacts that he knows that could help me get set up there? And right away he got, or his management team, he got to his management team who got right back to me. And the first contact that he gave me was a villa owner to one of the most beautiful villas on St. John. And it was a live-in property management and concierge position. It's called the Peter Bay Beach House on St. John in the US Virgin Islands. And so I sent the resume to the owner. I was basically hired immediately. And he he looked at my resume and the owner goes, are you really sure you wanna do this job? You are well overqualified. I mean, he said, in my honest opinion, this is a massive step backwards. And, and I said, no, this is what I wanna do. I have a larger vision of owning a business. I don't know what exactly that looks like yet but I want to do this. And he's like, all right. He said, uh, come, come on down. You got, you've got the gig. And uh, that's what I did. So I just took it down to the islands and took a massive leap. And uh, of course, in the end, as we, as we know now, it was the best decision I have. One of the best decisions I've ever made, but it was terrifying. Well, well, let's talk about, first of all, when I watched gymnastics, it's terrifying. All right. Like <laughs> when my daughter's doing some things, I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't break your neck. Yeah. Right? And so you take, there's, there's risk analysis and everything. And of course, the hours and hours of practice, the foam pits you've been in to feel comfortable lying, hey, I know I can land and get near my feet. Maybe not exactly okay. on my feet all the time, but pretty darn yeah. close, right? Yes. And so was there something about like in your childhood that kind of gave you this resolve, gave you this ability to face these risks? I mean, you mentioned a great point about asking for help, which is so important. Right. Yes. But is there something back in the childhood before that where you said like, hey, I have the fortitude to, to and the resolve to see this through? I don't know. Honestly, I think I came out of my mother this driven and I was bouncing off the walls as a little kid, bouncing off the walls. And my parents were like, we have to do something with this child. She's going to drive yeah. us insane. So they put me in gymnastics. And it was just something that I excel excelled very quickly at. And one of the reasons why I think I was so good so fast and was recruited by one of the best coaches in the world at the time is just because I had no fear. It was just like, hey, try this trick. And I'd be like, hee hee, okay. <laughs> double backhand spring, double backhand spring on the beam, which had not been done before I'd buy it. I was seven years old at the time. Double back flips on the floor. I mean, all of these insane tricks where you could die, break your neck. Thank God my parents probably didn't know the extent of what we were doing in practice. But they went to meets and they were like, huh so that's what she's been practicing <laughs> yeah right so i really just kind of think it's it's been in me the, the whole time okay good <laughs> love that so let's talk pivot a minute let's go to the time where you face some serious adversity i love the quote by chris mcchadney and sean covey from the four disciplines of execution it says winners when shown data that they are losing find a way to win Talk to me about a time where you were up against it and you're like, and let's talk about your adult life here. Like yes. you're up against it and you're like, wow, I, I don't know. I've gone a couple of rounds. It's not exactly where I'm, I'm not seem to be gaining any traction and headway here. Got to do something different. Talk, walk me through one of those scenarios. 
I've actually had three in the 12 years at Blue Sky and I, they were traumatizing to put a large dent in my memory about them. And one of them was, I moved down to St. John in 2010 to live there full time and have this business. And in 2000, and so I guess it was 14 or 15, so somewhere around that time, I decided that island life is very difficult to live full time. There is no doubt about it. It's just harder. And especially 12 years ago on the island in the US Virgin Islands, it was very difficult. Technology wasn't what it is today. Little things like Amazon doesn't deliver there. Every, it's just difficult to get anything. You know, that's, you know, cell phones didn't work, especially where I lived. And so because I'm dealing with high-end clientele, a lot of these wealthy individuals, they want to work on Saturdays. They want to work on Sundays. They want to work after hours. They want to do this and that. And so it, I was realizing that I couldn't grow the business to the level that I wanted to grow it if I stayed only in the U.S. Virgin Islands. When it would rain, I, well, my cell phone didn't work where I lived, so that was off limits. Then, when then, so I had a, like a landline, a phone. So then I would I couldn't use the phone if it rained. Water would get in the line, and it oh was Wi-Fi was down all the time, and it, everything is just it was just difficult to get anything there and so i decided i think it was 2014 i decided that i'm going to do half of my life in the in the us and half of my life in the caribbean or the it was very much virgin island usvi and bvi at the time it was, that was very much what the business was then very very specialized in those islands and so when i decided to make that half and half life I can't tell you how many people were not supportive of that, especially island-based people, because they were just like, well, clients aren't going to think that you're an island-based company anymore. They're not going to trust that you're there. You're not on top of the things that are flipping around, you know, from, let's say, villas to different chefs to whatever. And so I just keep saying all the time, it's a damn good thing I don't listen to a lot of people. I go on like, <laughs> because... And then I wouldn't have moved down to the Virgin Islands in the first place. I wouldn't have moved back to the States, which grew the business quickly anyway. And it's just kind of like, I, one of my biggest things I always tell people, go with your instinct, go with your gut, because I think a lot of people are naysayers. And so, but that particular time of 2014 is when Zika took effect. And Zika was a very big scare in so airlines at the time were offering a not now it's no big deal because we're used to it with COVID. Now they are offering at the time they were offering a change, no change fee. Villas in the Virgin Islands were offering a oh you could book it in a year from now or whatever. So they I understand this was a serious thing and it massively affected our pocketbooks, our revenue stream in the Virgin Islands when Zika was announced. Yeah. And funny enough, when that happened, I was just going, okay, how am I supposed to market my business? There's not a lot of marketing dollars right now. What am I going to do? At the time, I'm not really on social media, but I'm looking at my phone going, I, then I think I had even 30,000 photos and videos on my phone, all of my experiences in the Virgin Islands. And so I said, well, maybe I'll just, I'll just start posting these and start sharing these. It will be hopefully a great marketing tool and it will grow the business. And there you go. I mean, now I'm up to over 100,000 followers and the followers that do follow myself or the company or whatever, a lot of these people do go on the vacations that we have. And so it is the right type of client versus a million followers that actually don't use your product, so to speak. So it ended up being a very, very great thing to do. But that was the first one. Love it. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about when that happens. Like I remember 09 when it happened for me in the, in the vacation rental business, I thought like no one's going to come, right? Like this is going to be awful. We have terrible economics. Now I'll tell you how much I knew 
I actually got busier in those years because people couldn't afford a hotels, but they two, three families could come and yes. visit my five bedroom properties. Right. And it was like, Hey, we'll share the cost. We don't have food going out. We can order local grocery, save money. And mm-hmm. we had some of our best years during those downturns. Now COVID has been a whole new challenge, right? Oh, yeah. All of a sudden my localized rentals have like boomed because people don't go to Colorado to ski. They go to Northern Michigan because we don't want to get on a plane because we got to wear a mask or whatever. And so it changed the game again. And it's, it's just been this, this interesting dynamic of how things change and, and having to adapt. What I did find out about myself is like, Hey, the, the worst scenario rarely actually comes true. Right. Say that again. The what? The worst case scenario actually rarely comes true. Right. Like, Like this could happen. Like, okay, but, it might not. In fact, it likely won't, right? <laughs> like it's likely not going to happen that way. It's going to happen yeah. some version of something, but it's not going to be the worst thing. Like you're going to navigate it. You're going to be able to weather the storm if there is one. Yes, I agree. And it's so funny speaking literally of a storm is the second a huge massive pivot that I had to make was when Hurricane Irma and Maria destroyed basically all of the U.S. and the British Virgin Islands. My business went to zero when the storms hit, zero. And here I am thinking I'm a smart businesswoman because I have expanded off. I'm I'm not only St. John now, now I'm also St. Thomas. And now I'm all of the British Virgin Islands. And what storm is going to come through and wipe off every single island off the map? Like I'm wrong. Hurricane (laughs) Irma and Maria come along destroy everything I've got that I had built and knocked out a huge contract that I had just signed with an additional 160 villas. I mean, we were rocking and rolling six months in. We were like, it was a real, I had nursed and massaged this contract for seven years. I finally get it for six months and then the storms come and take all of it. But now, so I always look for the positive in things and especially from this situation that, so what I did is I decided that I would withdraw my entire 401k huge, massive, terrifying move. Tax in 20. That is terrifying. I said, but if I don't believe in me fully in me, then I'm out. All right. So it got down to almost basically the last cent of that money. And I said, either it grows the company and we're back on track or I, or I go find a boss, which I haven't had. And I don't even know how long. Yeah. And so it got down to pretty much the last cent. And then what happened is the U.S. Virgin Islands in Puerto Rico was awarded $6 billion to rebuild from the from FEMA money to rebuild from the storms. And thousands and thousands of construction workers, supervisors, owners of these massive construction companies, AECOM, I mean, like you name it, huge companies were coming down as they received contracts to rebuild. Well, all of the hotels were pretty much destroyed. And they were like, well, where do we house our guys? And everyone said, well, call Shanna Blue Sky. She's got all the villa beds. Okay, well, I just went after all of it. I cut my lease in Charleston. I moved back down to the Virgin Islands to be there, get nurse these contracts, get these contracts. And then I ended up housing about a thousand heads and beds for a year and a half, half on St. Thomas, half on St. Croix while they rebuilt. And then that money, I started another company called Blue Sky Global Logistics, which houses disaster relief staff. It's it's a nice, it's a wonderful business that formed from disaster, to be honest. And then the profit, it was a hugely profitable company. And then that money I was able to put into the luxury travel business, take that business on a global level. I have properties in Fiji and Hawaii and stuff now. And then 
So it, it's like at the time that happened, I was worried my best friends were dead. My business was destroyed. I took all the money out of my 401k. It's just like, that was probably the hardest, most lowest, most kind of oh shit moment I've had in a really long time. Yeah. Again, another incredibly amazing decision to go on your gut and trust trust yourself. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and I think I think that's one of the things that people gotta sometimes go like, hey, if I don't believe in me, who's going to, right? Exactly. I, I mean, know. it's hard for me to sell somebody else going, I think I might be able to do it. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, like, I don't know if you want to give me your money because the, where I put you may really be terrible. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it's not happening, right? There's got to be that level of confidence. Yes. So what, what do you think it is? What do you think your 1% superpower is, Shannon? What do you think the one thing that kind of 1% that separates you from others and catapults you to the 1%? Rebellious infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of L-thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. If you are a business or organization leader and want expert advice, coaching, and guidance to help you build your team to be the best, then email Trent directly at trent at leadershipity.com or connect with him at Trent M. Clark on LinkedIn.